All right, everyone, welcome. Guess who's back? Back again. That's right, everyone, Brother Josh here. Hey, it has been a long time since the last episode has dropped, and there are many, many reasons for that, and uh, we'll get into that just a little bit. There's not a lot of organization to today's episode. Um, We'll have a little bit more organic, kind of shoot from the hip kind of thing, but hey, glad that you have hopped back into this episode. I believe it will be fruitful and bless you. Um, This is a podcast again for just um, practical dad application learning how to um, lead our children um, in the kingdom way. And so our focus obviously is is Christ-centered. And this isn't a podcast for perfect dads. Neither is it a podcast where perfect dads are presenting um, opinions and ideas and truths. So today's episode is a good episode on imperfection of a father. And it's coming from me. First, you've seen my imperfection as far as a man forgetting to push the record button the last time that I had a guest in here. And we still have not um, re-recorded that episode. But it will come down the road at some point, uh, Lord willing. So today I want to get into um, one of the reasons that I have been absent from podcast episodes recently. And it, it deals with fathering being a father to your children. In past episodes, I think we've talked about, you know, being intentional about your time with your children. So for many of us, especially if your children are young, the the, the, the major time in which you have within your week to spend with your children is from that five o'clock hour to seven-ish hour. um, If you're working, so you grab your kids, or if they're already at home, you come home. And from five to eight-ish, whenever your kids go to bed, I mean, it's not very long, two, three hours max usually, is the time that you spend with your children. And um, if they're teenagers, especially if they're involved in activities, it's way less than that. And if they're older than that, in college, et cetera, then, you know, it's just more minimal. And so this is like this time decreases as they grow older. You have less and less time with them. And I've had many um, elderly people within our uh, church and just friends who have always have told us, like when we started having children, they always said, enjoy your time. They grow up so fast. And so that's always been at the front of my mind with my children. And I've tried to build a schedule that's intentional and it's determined to be utilized for the family when I'm home. And so you've heard about me pulling up to the driveway and the garage and praying like, Lord, help me to serve my wife, serve my kids and not to spend time watching TV, all this sort of stuff. And so, you know, listening and hearing about, excuse me, listening and hearing about like you need to cherish your time with your children I, what I ended up doing was kind of swinging the pendulum totally in the opposite direction and overcorrecting in my life. And I want to share a little bit about that 
throughout this episode. So my, I typically come home and I am geared to um, spend time with my wife. But maybe if you don't have a wife, I mean, I, I try to spend time with my children. And so from five to until they go to bed, I am doing my best to give 100% um, of my attention to them. The other day I was I was reading this book. Um, it's called Make Time. Oh, I don't remember the author. Something Nap and and I don't remember. Um, but the the book is called Make Time. And in the book, he's referring to like he was sitting down and or just sitting on the floor with his child, but he wasn't um, giving his child attention. The child looked at him and said, "Dad, why are you on your phone?" And he realized like like oh I'm supposed to be spending time with my children and I am, but I'm actually looking at my phone. I'm just physically present. And the point there for him was like trying to get off social media. But my point to you is like when I'm sitting with my children, I put my phone away, put all these things away, give them full attention, playing with them, getting dirty, getting messy, going outside, throwing the ball, doing all these sorts of things. I'm totally imperfect at this, by the way. So it may sound like it's, oh man, he's awesome. I'm not. I'm not. I fail so often. Um, but that's my goal is to give my time fully to them because I've been told cherish your time and you only have so many years with them before they start doing their own thing and growing and you've got to let them go. You've got to let them grow and do their own thing. And so, you know, I'm trying to give all I can to them now. Well, I made a great mistake and that's The wonders of this podcast is we get to share those sorts of things and humble ourselves. I, in doing so, have, you know, put other things on the back burner or pushed them aside. We have moved into a house and we've been renovating it. And so we have a master bath that has a lot of work to do. And I have another room that has work to do. The yard, there's still a ton of things we have to do in the yard. Um, so anyways, yeah, there's a lot on my list, not including the other stuff that I do within my life. So I've been coming home and, you know, just trying to give my all to my children. Well, there is no, or there's no book that I've read so far in preparing you for, for being a father that speaks about what happens when you have multiple kids and they get sick. Nobody's ever told me this. (laughs) And so Uh, Y'all know already, I have four kids under the age of five, and no one tells you, like, once they get sick, sometimes it goes around and gets passed throughout, so it's week after week after week. This is something I've had to learn um, by experience, and I have learned of the, I don't know the right word to say, the weight of that, I guess. For example, when my child gets sick, okay, now I'm staying home Monday with him. Then my other children come home later in the afternoon and I want to spend my time with them. So I do because I don't want to be a bad father. Well, then it's now time to go. You know, you could try to get some work done, but if you stay up too late and you got to get up early or if the child's sick, you're staying up all night with him anyways. And so this is like repetitive. And then another kid gets sick in a few days and you're doing the same thing. So before you know it, two or three weeks, like you've been trying to spend with kids and you are way backed up on your schedule and your goals and your agendas. And all of a sudden there's all this weight of 
like, oh man, deadlines are coming up. How am I supposed to get this done? Then you go home. I've got to spend time with my children and my wife. And so that's what's been happening and what had been happening to me. And I was like, whoa, I don't have time for everything. And it bothered me. I mean, for, as far as the podcast goes too, it, I, I knew the deadline was coming up for when I needed to publish a new episode according to what I've said before. So just so you know, scratch everything you've heard up to this point as far as episodes going, coming out fresh in the future. I have no clue. I'm going to do my best. But again, I'm, and this is why part of this episode's about this. So yeah, all these things. So deadlines of podcast, etc., and re- like realizing there is no way for me to accomplish everything that I had set on my plate. Now there was originally in the everyday ordinary lives, things are fine. But for me, my role, um, I do serve as a pastor. And I mean, there was a week where I had three sick kids all in the same week. Then I had a funeral out of nowhere that took up two days and my schedule was shot. And I mean everything. And I'm still doing some schooling stuff. And so there literally was not enough time to get everything accomplished. And I felt the weight of that. And it was really hard for me to accept the reality that there's no way to accomplish all this because I want, I'm the type of person that wants to finish what I start and to uphold my word. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. But y'all, I never had a podcast, never had a book, never saw anything on YouTube about like, hey, y'all, your kids get sick and that messes everything up. Sometimes people pass away and that messes everything up. And so I never had that uh, planned in my schedule. I didn't have space for that. And that's part of what we're trying to, what I'm trying to get to today is, is you as a father, as a practical, one of the practical dad tips for you is learning how to create space within your schedule so that when events come up, say that your car engine blows up or something like that, because these events happen and you're behind on your schedule, how do you still like be a healthy dad? Not so much as like, spending any time with your children, just you as an individual, as a man, how do you make sure that your soul is still healthy, that you're still physically able to do things and mentally capable of having peace and all those sorts of things when you know your schedule's now way behind, you're not going to meet deadlines, what do you do? How do you get to a healthy spot? And how do you in the future, um, how do you, what do you do now to protect yourself from those sorts of things happening again. There's no perfect plan, by the way, but what do you do? And so that's what we're talking about is that sort of thing. So number one, I would say this, be careful about your schedule schedule. Um, there's a great danger in, um, over scheduling on your calendar. I don't know what you do, but you're busy. You are busy. You've got to look at your calendar and you have to make sure that what, that you have space in there and you can design it. There's a lot of sorts of resources about space and calendars and those sorts of things. I'm not going to get into that today, but 
you have to plan space within your calendar because these events happen and when they happen are you it, it will put you in a tailspin like you have to be um, prepared for that and the best way you can so you can say okay well I got to move this around move this here I've got to call these people and say there's just no way I apologize this came up like you have to be willing to do that and that that requires humility I mean for me to get on this podcast as simple as it is it's a podcast yeah but you know I'm appreciative of your time I want to be respectful for you to you I mean and if I say I'm going to bring out an episode on these dates and they don't happen like that call that's I have to get on here and, and apologize for that and that's hard to do because uh, you have to kill your pride for that and uh, that's what's ha- that's what's had to happen and I'm I've been good with it you know because I, I just went to the Lord and said, you know what, God, I realize now, like, my schedule does have space in it, and it's pretty sp- spread out. I'm, I had a buddy of mine who laughed at me because, I mean, I have, <laughs> I pretty much have almost every hour of my schedule um, with something in it. And I even have gaps, but I didn't have, an, I didn't have any gaps for when kids get sick or when kids get hurt, etc. That happens and you have to be ready to reassess your schedule and your goals in life and your goals for the day when that happens. So be careful with how you schedule your life. I want to read a verse to you in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, or excuse me, chapter 13. It's the chapter on love. And it says this, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. Now listen to this part. It does not insist on its own way. Love does not insist on its own way. When things like this happen, uh, we can be extremely frustrated because our schedule and our goals aren't going to our way. And somebody else, or even our child, whether they did it on purpose or not, maybe something like sickness, you can get frustrated and say, man, why are they sick? I've got things to do. We are insisting on things going our way rather than accepting whatever it is the person passed away. I mean, they didn't plan that. The person planned to get sick. It just happened. And you're responsible for that um, sick child and you've got to take care of them. That's priority number one, which means whatever you had on your schedule for that day is automatically moved to the back and that is the right thing to do and we have to understand that and say, you know what? I can't do this. I can't. I just just not going to happen and um, my identity is not found in that and so we've we've got to be okay with reassessing our goals. So I'm grateful that all this has happened for me because I was able to reassess a lot at the end of the year before we got into 2023. And so I I have goals. I don't really have resolutions, but January 1 is, is a good way for me to look at my goals and to say, okay, what do I want to accomplish this year? What do I have to get done? And it was a way for me to look and say, all right, 
when I have four kids, now if you don't have four four young kids, this will apply to you different. But for me, I've got to look at it and say, okay, this is what my schedule's like, and I can get all these things done, no problem, in a week where no kids are sick. And I can probably get all these things done when one kid's sick. But if two kids get sick throughout the week, or if one kid gets sick and there's a funeral or another emergency or another situation, there's no way for me to get this things, these things done. And so guess what I have to do? I have to look at my schedule and say, all right, well, this goal I just can't accomplish. I've got to mark it out. And that is hard because it's an improvement for you or something that you want to do. But the Lord isn't allowing you to do that right now. And so you have to humble yourself and say, okay, God, you've, you've given me four children. You've allowed them to get sick in these situations. And you're, you're wanting me to get rid of this on my schedule so that when that happens, I still have room to, um, uh, what do you call it, be true to my word, to accomplish the things I said I would accomplish, and those sorts of things. And so I think we have to cut out a lot of stuff. That's why we did an episode several um, episodes ago about, you know, all these hobbies that we have. We've got to get rid of all these hobbies. Like pick one, maybe two, uh, because like we just don't have time for that. It doesn't matter what, what age your child is. I mean, if your child's older and you're doing sports or some other activity or traveling all the time, you're not going to be able to get your goals accomplished. So all this is to say, reassess your goals, reassess your schedule to what's appropriate for your season of life with your children, with your work, with your family, if you're taking care of other family or yeah, you're taking care of a neighbor, etc. Reassess your goals so that you can achieve those goals and you have to get rid of some. You're going to have to cut some out and that's going to have to be okay with you. If you don't, you're going to be stressed out. You're going to be upset. You're going to find yourself frustrated. You're going to find yourself angry at times. And everyone, here's the point, that will spill over until into how you father. If you begin to get frustrated or anger, angry or bitter or impatient because you can't accomplish all your goals because something happened, when you come home and you're spending time with your children, it's going to come out in, on your children in some way or fashion, um, whether it's just not talking to them, whether it's raising your voice in an inappropriate way or whatever it is, it's going to come out. And so the point of all this is to say, look at your schedule. Add space, see what's appropriate for what you can do now, including those emergencies. And then always have like, so I have a sheet of like things to do if I have free time. And they're, so they're kind of goals, but they're kind of not. They're really flexible, meaning um, if I, because I have space in my schedule, if someone's not sick or if I don't have these situations, I can go to that list and start doing those things. And so that, that would be the other thing is instead of a hard goal or hard, um, something that you want to accomplish, make it more flexible or make a list that says, Hey, if I could get to this, that'd be great. But if I don't get to it this week or next week or next month or ever, it'll be all right. I'll be fine. (laughs) Okay. So that's just kind of the way life goes. And so one of the things uh, a tip that I would give you as far as your goals go, like for me, um, I'm assessing my goals, re redoing all these sorts of things and realizing, okay, it's okay for me to do this. So I set my goals, January one, boom, 
I know what I'm trying to get accomplished this year. I know what vision I have. I know what where I'm headed, what direction I have for myself, for my wife, for my children, for my church family, all those sorts of things. I, I know where I'm trying to go, knowing that the scripture says, I plan my way, but the Lord determines my steps. And so there's all there's that room to be, okay, God, if you change the plans, I'm good. I'm going to go with you and be flexible. But here's a tip. Make a goal or whatever your goals are. And then in, let's say, 30 days, I would do 30 days. I just like the month. At the end of the month or close to the end of the month, look at that goal and look at the things that have happened to you in the last few weeks, in the last few days, and reassess that goal. See, I never, I never thought, I never knew that you could do this. I <laughs> just, uh, I mean, just ignorant about some of these things. Um, I'm pretty um, rigid as far as black things are black and white for me. And I always heard about goals and like the start of your goals and like what you do to make sure that your goals achievable. Some people say, right. Some people say with goals, I know I'm kind of chasing rabbits here, but no problem. We'll be all right. Some people say this old school saying, you know, um, what is it? Uh, reach for the moon or your goal is something about, you know, reach for the moon. And if you fail, at least you'll land among the stars. Well, I understand the encouragement that they're trying to do. It's just kind of ridiculous. The saying, because that's the whole point of a goal is you, you're trying to, your goal should be something that is achievable, not something not achievable. Not that saying you can't get to moon, but some, I'm just saying your goal should be something that you can accomplish. Now, I've heard that, you know, you don't want it to be too easy because it's really not a goal. It's just something that's easily accomplished. But you don't want it to be unaccomplishable or you land among the stars, right? Like Because then it's too hard and you get discouraged and you won't do it. So you want a goal that's you know, stretches you but doesn't stretch you too much, just like working out. You lift the weights and you want to put on a little bit of heavy, heavier weights that, that really cause you to stretch those muscles out so that you get stronger. But you've put too much, you can't do it. You do not enough, you're not going to grow. So there's this in-between, right? This balance. And that's the same with goals. What I was never taught and what I never heard in, in any book or any teaching so far is that it's okay for you to reassess your goals after a certain period. So if your goal, you start a goal on January 1 and you're, you're at the end of the year, December 31st, you're hoping to achieve that goal. No one has ever, I've never heard it. And I'm sure it's out there because I'm not some genius that comes up with great things. Not at all. Just, uh, so, but here's what I would suggest. Set your goals and then in 30 days or sometime, you know, some time frame in between it all, reassess your goal. Look at your goal and say, okay, this is what I plan for the year. Say I want to read through the Bible. Let's say that. Let's say your goal is to read through the Bible. Let's say with your kids. I'm going to read through the Bible with my kids. That's my goal. I'm going to do it. So you begin. Day one, boom, perfect. Day two, perfect. Boom. Day seven, you're still good, but you're kind of tired about it. And you're realizing Kids aren't really listening. Day 15, 
you're just doing it to do it. You're really not even listening to it. And your kids are are really bothered by it. Day 30, like no one wants to do it. Everybody's tired. No one wants to hear this sort of thing. Um, but, you know, you've set a goal. You're going to get it accomplished. So by the end of the year, you're either going to quit or you're going to do it, but you're not going to be joyful about it. My suggestion would be, and I'm just using this example as a Bible reading. Let's say that was your goal to read through the Bible this year. And then you're reading with your children. You notice, you know, this child doesn't do that. And this, or you get tired of this. In 30 days, reassess your goal. It's okay. Like, no one's ever said that. It's okay to reassess your goal and say, huh. You know, I don't think it's it. this is the right goal for us within the year. Maybe my goal, or maybe our goal should just be read five minutes of scripture every day with my children and then do that for another 30 days. And you may have to say, you know what? This is, we need to stretch it a little bit more. We could do seven minutes, you know, and just consistently like reassessing your goals and being okay with that and adjusting your goals and not feeling bad for that. And, um, that's what I've had to do with this podcast. It is, is my goal to, to get other men on here, um, men who've done great things with their children, men who have failed, and we can learn from them, young men, older men, all sorts of things, women who could teach us about what it was for them to have a father in their life. And uh, you know, I want to consistently do this, but like I said, in the last two months, I've had a, I struggled with a lot of this and just had to came to that conclusion. Oh, it's okay to reassess my goals. Like it's fine. Like there's all these podcasts that come out every month, every week. We're going to do this. We're gonna, and they're all about the daily grind and getting those things accomplished. Well, this is a different This is a different podcast. It's called the practical dad podcast. And I am a dad, and practically sometimes I can't create a podcast episode. And not that some people care. Some people don't care about that. That's not the point. It's taking that principle of what I've experienced recently and applying it to your life where it's appropriate. Where is it in your schedule that you need to reassess so that you can still stay a healthy dad for your children? Um, Because... You know, love doesn't insist on its own way. Love is patient. Love is kind. It's not rude. It doesn't rejoice in wrongdoing. It rejoices in truth. It bears all things. It believes all things. Hopes all things. Endures all things. Love never ends. And so, we're going to wrap it up there. I know it's been chaotic, a chaotic episode of going here and there and everywhere in between like Dr. Seuss. But hey, hope this has helped. Um, I do plan to try to get back into this, but we're still reassessing here. Um, just stay tuned and, you know, subscribe, all those sorts or follow whatever those things are. I'm, I'm not here to get subscribers. I'm not here to get five stars, all those sorts of things. I'm here. Um, just like for myself, I'm not, not here for me. <laughs> I mean, if I was tuned into this podcast, that's, that's why I'm here to get help in a practical way. 
as a father who loves Jesus, wants to raise his children for Jesus, and so surrounding myself with other men who I can learn with. And uh, anyways, like I said, hope this will bless you and see you on the next episode. Hey everyone, thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode. Just want to remind you, if you have questions that you'd like to ask us or maybe future episodes that you would like for us to explore, you can email us at practicaldadpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you just have an opinion or um, uh, just something you want to share with us, we'd love to hear that news. Once again, it is practicaldadpodcast at gmail.com.